Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back at the Queen's Table Podcast. I'm your host, Marissa J, and today we are discussing a lot. So today we're going to discuss my new website, some Netflix shows that I've come across, and the importance of letting things go. The first thing that I want to mention is my new website. No matter what social media platform you follow the show on, you can find a link to the website. Well, except for Twitter. Even though there is a Twitter link on the website, y'all know I don't fucks with the Twitter. So if you hop on over to Instagram and click on the link in my bio, it'll take you to a landing site for my Facebook page, the website, and the latest episode. Mostly deal with Instagram, so that's where you'll find the most information. So okay, on the website homepage, shows just about everything. You've got links to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, more contact information. Uh, you can scroll to the shop, upcoming events I'll be attending, um, it's how the show got started, my Instagram feed, <laughs> and a place for donations. So real quick about the donations, I really want to stress how important those are becoming. The show does make money, but I need to start taking donations for items for the show. So it isn't mandatory for access to the site, just an area where if you want to show some love, you can do that there. So next is the shop. All I sell are t-shirts for the show, TQT podcast t-shirts. The rest of the products that you see, a tag that says PR products. That's my two oldest sons company. My boys Peyton and Roman, that's the PR and PR products, uh, have been wanting to expand on their entrepreneurship skills. So for Roman's eighth birthday, uh, two weeks ago, I set them up with a business. They're starting out on my website for a bit until they get enough sales. And then they're going to start venturing out alone to set up their own website and social media. They have three main cell phone cases that they design custom cases and lip gloss, one that's coconut flavored and one that's mango. So if you order a custom cell phone, be sure to email first before checking out on the website. It will charge you. And if you haven't gotten in touch with me first, we won't know what to make. So uh, they want to expand on different products in the future. But for now, it's cell phone cases and lip gloss. And if you're in the middle Tennessee area, you can let me know either through the website or by email or Instagram, and I can sell it to you in person. So after the shop page, there's my blog. I'm not much for blogging, but I do like to write. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I don't do the, the whole blog scene. Um, I'm not on any other like WordPress and stuff like that, but I do like to write. And there's a lot of stuff that goes on through my mind that doesn't necessarily pertain to the show. So there's going to be a lot of rambling short stories. If I take a trip, I'll probably write about that. Um, I actually, there's two blog posts up right now. One while I was creating the website and one that I posted up just this morning. Um, that one's a pretty interesting read. Definitely check that one out. So lastly, there's book online. You know how at the end of each show, I'll say if you're a black owned business and want to be on the show to email me, right? Well, now you can do that right on the website. I'm allowing up to an hour and a half interview on you and your black owned business for free. Yes, if you are black owned, well, actually, you don't even have to be a business. You, um, if you'd like to come on the show, 
just book a time slot. Make sure that you let me know who you are. And if you have a business or if you want to just come on for another topic, uh, anyone is allowed to come on for topics. But if you are a business or a talent, you must be black owned in order to in order to get the time slot for free. If you have a business and are not black owned, I'll set prices when I contact you for confirmation. What constitutes as black owned? I keep getting this question, asked this question a lot. So here's my response. If you have to ask, then you probably don't qualify. <laughs> I don't mean to sound rude about this. People have to understand that I'm here for everyone, but this show is to enrich black lives because we do matter. We already start out behind the starting line in business and for advertising, it's even further. So when you try to push your startup company, it's difficult because most places are for paid advertising. Here, Black-owned businesses are able to end talent, artists, musicians, any anything, um, are able to get a leg up on that obstacle and be able to advertise for free. Not only that, you're letting everyone know who you are, where you came from, and why you believe in your business or talent. For everyone else, I do offer very reasonable rates and welcome folks to come on and advertise with me. I really like this concept because if you're looking for a hair shop that delivers and you see that I have a whole episode about a hair shop that delivers, <laughs> you can hear all about it right here on the episode. So it's better than an ad because you get to listen to this that listen to this real person who has a real story to share. There's also a chat feature where you can chat live on the website with me. Um, there's also there's also a Wix app. It's W-I-X uh, that you can use. You can make a profile on my page and sign into the app. There you'll get updated on everything I post on my website. So you'll see it right away when it's posted. You can also have discussions with other members of my site about content and stuff like that. It's kind of like a social media. It's a, it's a social app for the website. So that's the one I'm signed. Eventually I'm going to add more and I want a whole page just for businesses that I promote. I can't promote every business on every show, but I want to keep it available for everyone. I also want to add a page to book me for an event or for an interview on your show if you have a, a podcast plus some other stuff sprinkled in here and there. So keep checking back and be sure to be on the lookout for that. The website is tqtpodcast.wixsite.com slash 2019. Yeah, I don't have my own domain yet. <laughs> Donate to the show and maybe I'll get one. So, okay, so that's tqtpodcast.wixsite.com slash 2019. Okay, so on to the next topic. I like to put on Netflix as background noise from while I'm working. I'll usually watch mindless TV shows like The Office or Scandal. Now, shows like Dear White People and Greenleaf, now that requires full on attention, but uh, I'll just put on some random show while I work. Now, Charmed used to be my absolute favorite show back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And since I don't have cable, I had no clue that there was a reboot on CBS. So I threw it on while I'm working on my website and sis, it is so good. I even set my laptop down to watch it. And this thing is glued to my hands. <laughs> so they had to change it up. 
obviously, but I love the new changes. Like everything happens so fast in the first season. What took the original show to work out over the course of a whole season, this show didn't in like a single episode, but it didn't feel rushed. And I really like that. I also like that the sisters in this series are all women of color without giving away any spoilers. At least one of the sisters is half black and half Puerto Rican. I love that there's so much diversity in this show, not only with race, but with everything else. Like they mentioned the use of Santeria and Yoruba in the show. And I absolutely love it because you can't have a show like that where women of color are into like spell casting without mentioning uh, Santeria and other religions like that. What I didn't like was that they called themselves witches. I got into this back in my uh, religion series where I talk about how witches were white and how just about everywhere in the world except for Nordic regions were introduced to magic by West African slaves during the transatlantic slave trade. And by them compile being compiled of Hispanic and African roots, you would think that they'd focus more on the West African beliefs. Just because I like that they threw in some nods to other practices doesn't mean that I'm overall happy with, you know, that the, the fact that they only threw a few nods. I want to see melanin-infused women giving offerings to Elegbas and praying to ancestors and fighting off Iwaburu's, but I digress. It is supposed to be a reboot of the original series, and if they change the beliefs along with everything else that they've changed, it wouldn't be a reboot, it'd be a totally different show. Uh, so another show that I really think is super important for everyone to see is When They See Us. This show tells what happened um, with the Central Park Five, a group of young black boys wrongfully accused of rape and imprisoned between five to 12 years for the crime that they did not commit. Now, I made my oldest son watch it and write a report on what happened, uh, why he thinks it happened, and what we can do as a people to prevent this from happening again. I make the kids do summer school work with an emphasis on black culture every summer, and I'll po I might post his report under on the website under my blog. Um, it depends. I need to go back and <laughs> I need to go and read it, what exactly he said, but it's like a four-page report. It was wonderfully directed and the actors were amazing. I strongly recommend everyone seeing this film, especially younger black kids who weren't around when this happened. And to every white person in the world, not just America. I say around the world so that everyone can see just how fucked up our system really is. This Central Park Five got the fame that it did for several key factors, but the fact of the matter is this, this shit has always happened and it's still happening now. When they say all lives matter, they discredit events like these. On my personal Facebook page, there's a ton of people who are on one side of the fence or the other about some black folks saying that they can't watch it. It is emotional and it pulls your feelings to the brink of explosion and you will need a buffer after watching like each episode, but it is important to see and even more important to remember. Yes, I made my 11 year old child watch this and Roots and Queen because it is important that we know what's been done to us and what's still going on today. So that way we don't repeat those same mistakes. And yes, it is hard to watch, but it was even more traumatic for those who had to go through that and their parents. So just keep that in mind whenever, you know, you want to dismiss this series. 
Finally, I want to talk about how important it is to let things go. This can mean all different types of things. I've learned to detach from relationships, both friendships and otherwise. I've learned how to detach from ideals like the idea that chemically processing my hair to please everyone else is bad for me and the way that I'm raising my children. And I've also learned how to detach from dead-end jobs. But what I'm struggling to detach from are failed plans. Life is filled with random shit that happens as they need to happen. The worst day of my life happened to me last year. I won't get into what happened, but I was so angry and hurt and just a big ball of rage. Then after a few months of fuming, I got back into doing this podcast. It wasn't until I started to see some success with this podcast that I realized that the worst day of my life had to happen. I needed those events to transpire the way that they did so that way I could have the drive and the determination to turn this show into what it is and where I plan on taking it. And now I'm faced with another life change that I didn't anticipate. I'm a Virgo, which means... I have to plan everything. I have to have plans for my plans. My kids follow schedules and so do I, and that's how I can live comfortably. I don't deal with change very well, especially if the change is unexpected or worse, unwanted. I had a backup for my backup plans for this year, and they've all crumbled. I've had such a hard time dealing with that these last few weeks, and it's even harder that I don't have anyone that I can talk to about these things. I don't have a business partner or a co-host. I don't have a boyfriend or a husband. Hell, I barely speak to my best friend because we live on two totally different schedules. So dealing with these anxiety-inducing changes alone is just absolutely terrible. I've been thinking this whole time that my issue is that I need more backup plans, and that's not the case at all. You can't can't anticipate everything in life. My issue isn't that I don't have enough backup plans. It's that I have this grandiose presumption that I can control every aspect of my life. I know a lot of people like to say shit like you can control your destiny and stuff like that. But the fact is that that's only true up to a certain degree. Destiny is just that, destiny, a destination that you will eventually arrive in a fixed point in time. We've all seen the movie in which someone goes back in time and try to rewrite history to keep someone from dying or whatever. But in all of those movies, it happens anyway. What happened to me last year had to happen and I made lemonade out of that situation. Right now, some unexpected things are happening that I didn't lay any contingencies for and I kind of spiraled a little bit. But what I should have done was learn how to go with the flow. I need structure and without it, there's nothing but pure chaos for me spiritually, which then manifests and spills out into my day-to-day life. I'll stay in bed all day or start texting old fuckboys that I threw away years ago. Like it's just a whole mess, just some really destructive behavior. All because I couldn't see that my problem was with letting go. If I had just let go of trying to control everything, I would have been better at handling the problem. And that's what I do with just about everything. I was talking to my friend the other day about what I've had planned for the whole year, and he told me I needed an assistant. Now, I recommend anyone who's making a profit on their business or talents should get a res- an assistant. I live close to a, to- a college town, 
And uh, it would be nothing for me to go on campus and announce that I'm hiring three interns for a limited time, unpaid, and that at the end of the semester or whatever time limit that I assign, I'll hire one person part-time. And that everyone can put on their resumes that they've interned for an up-and-coming podcast show. Everybody wins. But when my friend suggested this, I shut the idea down super quick with the excuse, if you want something done, you do it yourself. That's a major reason why every bit of this show is done by me. From graphics to social media networking to marketing to sound engineering to photography to videography, analysis, research, booking, scheduling, I could literally host an entire separate podcast about what goes on into making just a single episode. And it is exhausting. I really could benefit from having at least an assistant to come and help me. I might even be able to do more shows and get them out on time. (laughs) But it's that controlling behavior that I just can't let go of that's keeping me from getting the help that I so desperately need. But I've identified the problem and now I know what I need to do to work on that. So in the spirit of fixing ourselves, I'd like for you to take time every week to write in a journal about the issues that you face and what you can do to fix it and the actual steps that you've taken. And also write your mistakes. If you notice a learning opportunity that you miss one day, write it down. Write down how the fallout happened and what you can do better next time. When we write things down, physically taking pen to paper, it can help us become more aware of our situations and give us an emotional response when we review the journal. I know that whenever I start a new diet, I write down my caloric protein, and carbohydrate intake for every meal and snack that I have. When I cheat, I feel bad at the end of the week when I look it over because I don't like seeing those blemishes on my paper. So the next week, I'm more mindful of what I eat. But try not to beat yourself up. And if and when you slip, we're all human, we all make mistakes. As long as you learn from them and really try hard not to repeat them, you shouldn't feel too bad about a setback. Just get back up and try it again until you get it right. Well, that's it for today, you guys. If you haven't already, be sure to just subscribe to the podcast and give it a review. I've, I've recently been added to a few more platforms, so if it's your first time listening, be sure to subscribe to the show. You can also share this in every episode on any platform you listen. Follow me on Instagram at TQT Podcast. Check out the website at tqtpodcast.wix.com slash 2019. That's TQT, P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot W-I-X dot com slash 2019. You can always email me at TQTpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to pick you up some shirts on the website. Sign in, make an account, be notified for all of the blog posts that I do and any new products that I set up. Girl, it's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. That's a wrap. We all came from Africa, y'all, so stay black.